Dozens of people gathered outside Santa Barbara City Hall on Saturday, April 3rd, to show support for Juana Flores, a 57-year-old grandmother of 18 who has been separated from her family in California since being deported to Mexico two years ago. Pleading to bring her home, those in attendance at Saturday's vigil included some of her children and many young grandchildren who were holding handwritten signs that read, Bring Grandma Home, How Long Do I Have to Wait to Hug Her? and Justice for Grandma Juana. One of her sons, Cesar Flores, couldn't be there because he's deployed overseas, serving the United States in the U.S. Air Force. He was an active member of the military two years ago, the day his mother was forced to leave the U.S. There was a great deal of support for Flores at the event by elected officials, including Congressman Salud Carbajal, who introduced H.R. 454, the Patriot Parents Act, to Congress as a way to bring Juana Flores home and prevent this from happening to other military service members. The act would prevent the parents of children serving in the U.S. Armed Forces, including Flores, whose son Cesar Flores joined the Air Force in 2016, from being deported. Immigrants to this country, in particular those that volunteer to serve in our United States military to protect our freedoms, our constitution, and our democracy shouldn't have to have the added stress for those who have parents that are undocumented to be fearful that their parents are going to be deported as Juana Flores was. What a contradiction and a hypocrisy to have a child of parents serving to protect our democracy, who are willing to write a check to the United States government to say up to my life to be taken for the freedoms of this country. But yet, we can't give a reprieve or an exemption to provide, a, at the very least, a temporary, temporary immigration status adjustment while they go through the process. Not even granting the ultimate benefit that they're applying for, but just to go through the process so that our servicemen and women could continue doing what they do best, protect our country. Here is a family that embodies the, the, the American story, no different than anyone else. Again, came to this country because the system is broken and we have not fixed it. And many others like Juana Flores and Andres. So, I look forward to the day in the very near future when we can all celebrate that either ministerially or administratively, Secretary Mayorkas and the Biden administration see the humanitarian benefit of allowing Juana to come back, but as important to make sure that others in that circumstance are recognized for the sacrifice that their families and their service members are making on behalf of the United States of America. Flores first moved to the United States from Mexico without a visa in 1988. As Newshawk reports, under Ronald Reagan's 1986 Immigration Reform and Control Act, status was granted to illegal immigrants at the time. Flores then married her husband, Andres, a permanent resident since 2009 and U.S. citizen since 2015, and settled down with him in California to raise a family. But when Flores traveled to Mexico in 1999 to visit her sick mother and attend her funeral, Customs and Border Protection stopped her, 
and only allowed her to stay in the U.S. on humanitarian grounds until February 26, 2019. Flores eventually voluntarily left the country when U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Office ordered her back to Mexico, according to Newshawk. Now, Flores must wait eight more years to meet a total of ten before she could begin the process of coming back to the U.S. Retired Superior Court Judge Frank Ochoa, who is part of the legal team working to bring Flores back to the U.S., spoke to KCSB News about the legal fight to bring her home. Well, we've been in a, in a long struggle. Uh, first, first, we tried to get ICE to uh, see right from wrong and to extend uh, the stay on her deportation. We worked uh, for that uh, to occur for months uh, and months. And then when she was deported, as we realized that they were going to follow through, we started getting community support and went to the city council in Goleta and the city council in Santa Barbara and got tremendous support from these local elected officials. Joan Hartman from the Board of Supervisors was probably the first person who came out and wrote a strong letter uh, in support of the non-deportation of Juana Flores. So we've had tremendous support. Uh, much of it came after she was actually deported uh, but the people, uh, the elected officials were asking that that action be rescinded and that she be brought back home. Uh, we, we, we met deaf ears in the federal government. They uh, took no action, no, not even a substantive response to those requests. When, when Juana left before she was deported, I told her we were not going to give up. We were going to do whatever we could and that our efforts would not end. So we've just kept working uh, on it. And uh, we prepared pardon applications to Attorney General Barr. That was unsuccessful. We've prepared a pardon application to Donald Trump. We knew he might be, he was thinking about pardons at the end of his administration. And even though she was never, Wanda was never convicted of anything, a pardon for the activities that she engaged in and an illegal crossing of the border uh, would uh, have had the impact, we thought, and we uh, considered, our considered opinion was, would have the impact of allowing her uh, the status to come back home. So, fortunately, we have a new administration now, and I think we'll get a different reception for the petition that we've recently filed with the Secretary of Homeland Security asking that the federal government grant Juana a special status, that she be paroled uh, back into the United States so that she can hopefully be positively impacted by the bill that uh, Salud Carbajal, a UCSB graduate, uh, is putting forth to allow the family members of uh, service uh, personnel uh, to apply for status uh, if they are deportable because they're not here legally but have absolutely no other problems or negative marks in their history, why shouldn't those people uh, be allowed to stay? They have a family member who is uh, protecting and defending our country, and that's the least we can do. So what is the do you know about the trajectory of that bill? Like, where is it in Congress, and how... 
is there any like testing, like how how well it's been received, how quickly this could be passed? Well, this Congress is new, and I I think that the bill has been referred to uh, the Judiciary Committee, but we're not waiting for that. We want Lana's circumstance to be dealt with on its own. Uh, we can't wait for the whole legislative process to play out. Uh, Lana needs to be home with her family uh, yesterday. We can't do that, but maybe tomorrow. Or by Mother's Day, right? It'll be the third Mother's Day that she's not home. Is there any indication that this could happen by this Mother's Day, another month? We hope so. Uh, it certainly is possible. If, Se if Secretary Mayorkas uh, so directs, she can be allowed back in uh, on a special status. Last Mother's Day, we spent the legal team spent the, the day at the Flores' home, and uh, they had a Mother's Day dinner, and we had Juana on on Zoom in her normal seat in the dinner uh, table. It was very sad, uh, but we don't want there to be an, uh, another Mother's Day with that separation if we can prevent it. Because Flores has no family in Mexico and has lived the majority of her life in the U.S., Friends, family, and community members are desperate to bring her home. This upcoming Mother's Day, May 9th, would be the third consecutive without Flores' presence. Juana's husband, Andreas, spoke in Spanish at the vigil, expressing his appreciation to the community for helping his family. Buenas tardes a todos. Estoy muy agradecido con todos, con todos los que están ayudando a mi esposa en este caso. Pero también estoy agradecido con todos que mis amigos, mis hijos, mis nietos, todas las personas que están aquí, gracias por, por dedicar este tiempo. Y pues es difícil, muy difícil para, para mí, para mis hijos, para mis nietos, estar lejos de, pues sí, de mi esposa. De, es muy difícil porque ahorita se nos parte el corazón a todos porque pues sabemos que sin la madre no podemos resistir mucho entonces yo más quiero estar quiero agradecerles a todos y por su por su fuerte trabajo que están haciendo y por su valentía y muchas gracias esperemos que Dios que pues esto estas palabras lleguen Pues al Congreso, al señor presidente, y pues haga algo por nuestra, por mi esposa, y se los vamos a agradecer, y pues que Dios se los pague. Muchas gracias. Andrea Gomez Flores, one of Flores's granddaughters, told KCSB News more about her grandmother and her family's efforts to bring her grandmother home. She is very sweet and caring. She's the matriarch of the family, and she she's really the one that keeps us all together. Yeah, it was. I'd say it was definitely really hard and something that like you can never really adapt to. So it's been two years now, is that right? And yeah. do you uh, do you think that this new legislation could help to bring your grandmother home? Yes, that's what we're hoping, and we're fighting really hard to try and to try and keep pushing and hopefully legislate this bill. So tell me why this is important for the safety of your family and for other families. I say that this is very important because no families deserve to be um, taken apart. Like, families aren't made to be 
are made to be taken away from each other. And I believe that by doing this, um, it's going to help with a bunch of families nationwide because this is something that's an ongoing problem and should be solved. City Council member Megan Harmon shared powerful words about Flores' role and impact as a mother, not just toward her own family, but the community as a whole. I think all mothers here know what I mean when I say that Mrs. Flores represents the best of who we are. Her commitment, her devotion to her family, these, these are the things that define Mrs. Flores and define her motherhood journey. And I know those are the things that I want to emulate in my own journey as a mom. Juana Flores shows up for her family every day in big and small ways. And moms here, I'm telling you, it's our turn to show up for Mrs. Flores. Her, her commitment, her servant's heart, this is how she has led her family and she has created a generation of servants, a generation of people who have heard the call to preserve and protect and defend our family and they've answered that call. I'm, I actually am um, a member of a military family myself, so I really understand how awesome it is to have a family member that hears that call and answers it. I also understand the daily sacrifices of the relatives of our servicemen and women. We have accepted your family's sacrifice. It's time for us to stand up and do what's right to make sure that Mrs. Flores and all Patriot parents come home and stay home. For more information about efforts to bring Juana Flores home, Visit Team Wana at facebook.com slash Team Wana or read more about Saturday's event in Newshawk. The family of Wana Flores has also set up a GoFundMe to help with legal fees, which can be found on the Team Wana Facebook page.